take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You're now listening to From the Pit. And welcome to From the Pit, where we bring you everything from spastic rando slam pop to grindy beatboxing funk chants. Mm. Mm. My name is Phil, with me is Mike. Yo. And Frank. Hello. And we're here to tell you about all the shit that we found mm. on Bandcamp this week. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, we're gonna jump right on into that uh, with Frank. Yeah. So... This week, I'm bringing a band from uh, Portland, Oregon, called uh, Hungers. The uh, probably just the best way I can describe it is it's almost like a kind of like a blackened sludge, almost. Okay. Um, and at some points, even later in the album, they get almost a bit like post-rocky with some of their But Tom, why don't you give that clip a little play? That was not the correct clip, but all right. <laughs> that was that was catchy though. It was. I like uh, it. It it's, it's got like the solid like groove factor of sludge. Yes. More of obviously vocals and mm. a little bit of tone wise closer to I'd say uh the black and stuff as opposed to normal sludge, which tends to have I think like a little bit. It, it, there's not as much fuzz in that as. Yeah, it it reminds me a little bit of like um, Caius or even early Queens of the Stone Age, and mm-hmm. it's got that like, <clears throat> ah, what's the way to describe it? I mean, you were kind of right on the nose there, but it's got that sort of fucking like rock and roll feel to it. Like, yeah, fucking. And they have points where like it'll go to almost like it'll slow everything down, get a bit more uh more doom like, and it's. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, I have I have a tape of them on the way, and probably <laughs> next week. That that uh, album came out in 2013. Okay. And they actually just released uh, another one called... It's... Give me one second. Sorry. I mean, I was liking what I heard there. It's, you know, the rhythm and the harshness so good it's it's actually a three piece too this is exactly what um the the sort of shit like the last time you brought in kind of a a sludgy band and you were like it was a nice day out i wanted to drive with the windows down Mm -hmm. sort of deal absolutely yeah yeah yeah. uh and today was a nice day so guess who was blasting down the highway with that blaring i was gonna say it's in the same way that somebody we're gonna talk about later is yes. something I can throw right on the fucking. I've been on a CD bit of player. a that uh, kind of kick, 
I could tell. That's that's not a bad thing. No. Um, they are still active because, I mean, was it just August 2016? They released an album called Ascesis. A-S-C-E-S-I-S. Okay. Yeah, it... Everything that I've listened to them has been fucking gold. So, do yourselves a favor and check them out. Did you did you mention the Bandcamp link already? Ooh, you know what? I did not, but I will do that right now. That is hungers.bandcamp.com. I'm surprised they got that one. I feel like there's probably a bunch of other projects out there called Hungers. You would be shocked, because when I went on YouTube and like typed in Hungers, like, nothing showed up like things with <laughs> hunger in the name but not hungers yeah wow okay um i also want to state uh last week when i was talking about Karenir and i was saying they did a split and i was like oh i think the band's called wilderness my bad the band was called wild speaker and i'm almost certain that they have match at the gathering like references <laughs> because <laughs> they a, they're called Wildspeaker, which there's anyone who plays. There's a Planeswalker, uh, Garrick, Wildspeaker. Um, and a lot of their songs are, like, about, like, nature and, like, anti-hunting and stuff. So, um, and they talk about, like, feeling the axe of Garrick and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're they probably. did say something about Garrick. Yes. Oh, it, oh yeah. And then All Gaia right. and... That, that's safe yeah. bet right there. But my bad, Wild Speaker is the band name, <laughs> not Wilderness. Well, now we know. <laughs> yeah. There are worse things. Yeah. We we make mistakes sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. You always feel free to, to let me know we can update, you know, the social media to let people know. Yeah. Um, that, that last tweak, Tom, everybody sounds a little hummy. Pull that back. But um, hmm. yeah. So cool. Hell yeah. That's that's what I'm bringing to the table this week. All right. Well, so um, up first for me is um a band we've only really talked about before on the podcast. Um, it's ex members of <clears throat> member of the Chariot and uh, another member playing drums. It's uh some really cool punky hardcore kind of out of the box sort of a thing. So uh, let's listen to the clip first. that's supposed to happen <laughs> um yeah oh okay i <laughs> <laughs> got i got funky i was real confused for a second there <laughs> but uh, so 
I love everything that Josh Scugan touches. Yeah, you know that it's like a uh, it's like a heavier, less pretentious version of something Jack White would do. <laughs> oh, okay, from the uh, from the white stripes. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, that's a good thing because <laughs> I'd like him if I didn't want to kick his fucking head in. <laughs> um, yeah, no, man, I, it's really fucking cool. Both the, the the first two sound clips make me want to fucking drink in a dive bar and smash bottles over people's heads. <laughs> Some fucking roadhouse shit. And then that that last <clears throat> bit, it's like cocaine at a disco might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we listened to those two songs they had put out on the previous um, demo or yeah, EP? we we watched that music video for it, right? Yeah, where they were like they were in a warehouse playing and yeah. everything was glitching out. Yeah, I really, yeah. I really like the approach. It's, it's definitely not your average two-piece. No, no, I, it's, uh, it's good shit. It's definitely worth checking out. Totally. So, um, the that's off of a new album coming out, Two Parts Viper. Um, tentative date that I could find through the online store setup to buy it was June second. Okay. That song was "This Life Is Old, New, Borrowed, and Blue." And uh, these guys are from Costa Mesa, California. Now, that's uh, Mike McClellan and, again, Josh Scugan. So, I love it. I loved uh, first generation Norma Jean. I loved The Chariot. So, if you're a fan, I think this won't disappoint. Do they have a uh, Bandcamp page? Yes. So, they're going to be on nosleeprecords.bandcamp. Um, gotcha. slash album slash you could search midnight and they have a couple other little demos that I don't know by name. Right on. So next, um, I am I'm occasionally surprised by something brought up on um metal injection, and here was one syndromes. Um, these guys are from New York. Uh, they put out a. A four or five track EP. See that, guys? We even subject ourselves to metal injections so that you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, Syndromes, uh, let's listen to the clip first. That's <laughs> all good. You get a that's, you get a bonus. <laughs> that's uh that's slamming the people music. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Overly distorted black and hardcore. Yeah. I like the riff. Yeah. I I, I do mean the riff because it's <laughs> just a riff, but sometimes that's fucking perfect. Yeah. It there's a lot of times where bands will that in a song will change up a lot. Yeah. And sometimes they'll play this like riff that you'll like Oh, I fucking like that. And then, like, 
three seconds later it's gone and you're like no just play that uh, over and over again so, yeah sometimes there's shit that i just want you just want to ride it because the longer you fucking it just it like certain fucking riffs will just get better yeah the more you hear it and you, you just that like you said this is slamming into people music that's some shit like you're in the pit and the whole time like every time that riff starts over you're just, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah fuck yeah as you know, all of you are just smashing into it, it's like yeah I fucking like this too yeah me too bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it man no one gets off if you're changing your rhythm every five seconds yeah amorphous anyway so you can find these guys at <laughs> you fucking love that shit I, I love I love sections of it. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so it's God. at uh, haloofflies.bandcamp.com. That's the uh, label that they're on. And that song was Death Games. Oh. Mm-hmm. You can also search syndromes. Make sure the S is on there. You won't find them. So <clears throat> last one. Here to our. These guys are from Germany. Is it Heretoire or is it like Heretoire or like I don't I'm just I'm yeah. taking my best crack at it. Fair enough. It's spelled H E R E T O I R. And get that out of the way, you can uh, find them at H E R E T O I R dot bandcamp dot com. So we're gonna listen to the song Exhale and that was off the album The Circle. starting to regret that um clip selection because that's the black metal aspect of them they're also um really excellent like post um post rock i mean i kind of got that just out of what some of the it's some of the guitar licks happening in the background like the Mm -hmm. the effects and stuff yeah yeah it's a shame because also there's like really good really really good uh cleans Mm -hmm. um i you know uh it's hard it's hard to find a because part of you once like it was really hard to find a section where there was both cleans and uh mm. you know screaming and stuff so i was like i don't know you know sometimes you got to make a decision who am i going to try to appeal more to so yeah i probably should have put a section of the cleans up but oh fuck it man look it's you know we we can do so much here uh but it's really good i mean yeah, I mean, guys, go check out these fucking bands. Listen to more than just the clip that you hear on here. We're just, we're trying to... Get get you out the door, motivate yeah, you. Yeah, we're bit. trying to, you know, get you... What's the word I'm looking for? Inspire. Yeah, it's an appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, samples. It's the breadsticks. Yeah, there you go. 
goddamn with some dipping oil. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> that was released uh, last month, and that'll do me. Oh, that'll do you. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, well, the first band I'm bringing in this week is uh, another Russian band. I must oh. have I must have gone through a fucking. I must have found one and then been digging through their fans and just found a bunch of Russian bands. Phil's got fake news, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thousand Russian hackers, right? Um, <laughs> they're, um, they they refer to themselves as a metal band from Moscow. Now, the, the album I first uh, heard from them was actually an EP that was from a while ago, I think like 2007, and when I first heard that, I was like, this is cool. It's kind of kind on the deathcore element. Um, heavy enough. I dig it. And I was looking at it uh, again, and I was like, oh, shit, they have newer things. Let me see what the fuck it sounds like. And uh, I was pretty caught off guard because it's definitely more hardcore, and you can tell that they've carried over some of the elements from being kind of more of a deathcore slash metal band. Uh, so the track that we're going to play a sample from is called City of the Blind. So yeah, it gets a little sludgy there. Why keep doing that to us, Tom? And turn me down. I hear vibrating again. God damn it. So um, I fucking I, I wish I had found this particular fucking EP earlier because mm-hmm. I fucking love it. Um, I love those fucking drum fills. I really like the vocals on the newer shit. It just it's so fucking good. Whereas before I was like, ah, this, this is pretty cool. I'll, I'll bring this in now. I'm like, fuck! I like, I really fucking dig this. Dude, the riffs though, mm-hmm. like, that's so cool. Yeah, I, it's really there's not there's not a fucking weak point, uh, in that band. It's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, you can find them at. Oh, I don't think I even mentioned the fucking name. The band is called Autoscan. You can find them at autoscan.bandcamp.com. Go check that shit out. Definitely it's will. Fucking awesome. I'm going to favor that one right now. I'm just going to put that in my fucking wish list. <laughs> so, uh, the other band I'm bringing in is one of the weirder things I've brought in uh, mm. recently. Excuse me. Uh, the band is called Cypress. Uh, Cypress Hill? No, just Cypress. <laughs> uh, C-Y-P-R-U-S. Mm. Uh, and the album is called The Librettist. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Who fucking knows? Uh, clip we're going to play is the fifth track on the album called Media Analingus. <laughs> 
know what that was? That was spastic rando slam pop. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> that was sweet. It's, uh, I mean, there's obviously an insane degree of technicality yeah. in the band. Um, and just fucking, yeah, just spastic. Yeah. It reminds it's, me of the first number 12 Looks Like You album. I kind of see that. Um, I mean, it gets, I chose one of the tamer pieces off of the album. Uh, one, because yeah, it's some of the other shit it, there's there's so much going on that you really couldn't get like a proper feel for it uh also i haven't i should probably do a bit more research i'm not sure of their politics so <laughs> you may want to you want to research them a little bit before you go playing them for people um, <laughs> uh, that's things things get a little weird and it could be in a good way i don't know I don't, like i said i don't know i don't know some some of the things i heard were satire i'm not sure i haven't given it enough of a listen but the music's really fucking good so go check it out and uh as long as they're not shady buy some shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it turns out that i just uh that i just promoted some some crazy shit uh which i don't think i did i said but who knows buyer beware <sighs> Yeah, 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 of course. But uh, I, I mean, just awesome fucking band, and you can find them at cypress5.bandcamp.com. Uh, <laughs> I guess there were four others, and they decided not to try to get creative with that one. Uh, so that's it for my suggestions for the week. That, of course, then is going to bring us to to one of the our favorite segments. Yes. Tom, why don't you give a little little sample of what's going to be happening? Hmm. Oh, there it is! There it is! Oh my god! Most professional show on fucking RSS. It was welcome to From the Pit, where we. Oh no! Wait, hold on. We're halfway through the show, my bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that was a that was a nice hard pour of our uh, the beer that we are going to be pairing today. But before we get to the beer, all that is one of the most important parts. We're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about what we're the the music fact. Tom, play the clip. That is the song Funeralopolis from Electric Wizard's Dope Throne album. Mm-hmm. This is another one of those situations where uh, not only do I hope most of you are, are already familiar with the band, because mm-hmm. they're kind of a staple at this point, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's also one of their more popular songs. 
Yes. I, I imagine oh it's one of my favorite songs. A lot of our listeners have probably already heard it. But if you haven't, by all means, uh, start checking out Electric Wizard for fuck's sake. Dude, yeah. Just good, fuzzy, fucking sludgy. Oh. I, lo- I love how the vocals sound like it's just a dude with a fucking megaphone. Like, mm-hmm. just fucking telling you how it is. I love it. It's so good. Yeah, there's something very timeless about their sound, too. Like, that's always going to be good. Yeah. I mean, when I think of, like, something sludgy on the Doomside or anything, that is all, the, all <laughs> things, like, stoner stuff, Electric Wizard is, stacked like... Stacked up against Electric Wizard. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, they really did set the bar for a lot of that shit. God, that fucking tone is just so fucking thick. Just every... It all works well together. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, we were talking earlier about a riff repeating and repeating, and eventually you're just like, oh, I love it, give me it again and again. Mm-hmm. I, I, Any time I hear that shit, it, it makes me think of some some scene from a movie of someone going into, like, a shady-ass fucking, like, like biker bend dope bar sort of shit. Yeah. <laughs> biker den. Yeah. Uh, sort of, like, fucking just, you know, uh, sin and debauchery everywhere. Oh yeah, someone's <laughs> someone's riding across the highway. There's like desert landscape, yeah. and they're riding a chopper. Like you're right, you I really mean, have been on a kick with this sort of shit. More, tra- <sighs> it's like more traditionally like uh, southern riffs. So that makes like total sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's just so fucking tasty. Thick. Mm. Now to go with that, that that tasty riffage, we have to have a tasty beer, mm. and to go with that. Which you heard in an intro that hard, heavy pour of uh, Left Hand Brewing Company's Wake Up Dead, which is their nitro Russian Imperial Stout. I was going to say, for any of our beer snob listeners, uh, you probably assumed when you heard the the aggression of that pour would probably assume it's a nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, left Hand, man, I... I don't know if I've ever had a, a beer from them that I haven't been like pretty fucking crazy about. Yeah, they uh, their stouts are, goddamn it, like yeah. This is is a, in the Russian Imperial style, which means it's heavy as fuck, very uh, very on the thick side. Yeah, and got fuzzy. Lovely, yes, got lovely uh, roasty notes. And bit of almost like licorice, riffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does pair perfectly with the album. Yeah, we're we are goddamn artists, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a, a strange thing. Like I, I, I do feel more often. Um, aside from last week, where I just thought it was funny to pair <laughs> shirts error with something called a love stout. <laughs> um, like no, I it's it, when when I compare our pairings now to our earlier pairings, I've always been pretty happy with what we've done. But I feel like we're hitting the nail more on the head mm-hmm. uh, than we ever have because there's just certain ones in the past couple months where I've been like, "Fuck yeah, this is this is exactly like the flavor matches the sound, man." Another nice thing, this uh. This beer boasts quite a heavy uh, 10.2%. Yeah. Once again. In case anyone was wondering why we had to have Tom play a recorded version of us 
cracking the bottles and pouring the beer. Uh, when we get a beer like this, we start drinking it immediately. <laughs> we have to drive home after this. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is after work, not in the morning or afternoon. So, but once again, as a Russian imperial should always be strong on the alcohol, super heavy, and bold with the flavor. I and want motor oil. Yes. Oh yeah. Mike, did you uh, did you try a sip of this? Yeah, it's nice. It's um not as tinny as I would usually expect. It's a little more spicy. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, I mean Russian Imperials as a whole tend to be extremely full bodied, even for a stout. God, that aftertaste is fucking unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I did oh my enjoy God. that. The actually, I get like I you get like dark chocolate on the aftertaste. Dude, I don't know what it is, but uh, a lot of the Imperial stouts, I I get like a metallic aftertaste. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not, I mean, like I kind of like it. In a oh way, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everyone's palate is different. That's just not one I've heard before. The um, the reason why they're so heavy is because back in the day. Uh, the Russian czars wanted thicker English stouts. Yeah, like when they were getting them imported. Because it would last the uh, trip, or is that? Yeah, no, that was part of it. I thought the main reason was they just wanted a heavier beer. Well, I think they <laughs> did, but it's kind of like the IPAs where um, it, it was legitimately pale ales being brought to India. They added more hops to to keep it fresh, hoppy, and fresh when it got there and i do think there was uh if i remember correctly i remember reading something about there being a similar um set of circumstances with the russian imperials and i think it's you know with any of those i think people just started trying them as they were and were like oh wait this is really good too yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we've been doing it wrong <laughs> yeah but I mean, obviously especially being in russia yeah i'd want to fucking i'd want a high alcohol Thick, thick as beer like, yeah. too. Warm the body real quick and and shit. With that, so that album is just shy of uh, an hour and fifteen minutes. Mm. So you can have a four pack of these and just kind of sip along with that album. You could have like two. You could have like two of them. You yeah. sip four of these. They're gonna be. Fucked. Yeah, I was gonna say all sorts of bombed. The first time I ever had barley wine ale, I drank a four pack and. <laughs> It was, I did not have a good morning. <laughs> yeah, it's, I remember when I first started really diving into fucking craft beers, I would just go out, I'd buy two of the big ass 750 milliliter bottles, mm-hmm. and I'd bring them home and just drink them both. I'd pour them in a glass, sit down, drink them, and every time I was like, oh man, I'm like pretty fucked up off of two bottles. Yep. <laughs> Oh, well, do yourselves a favor. If you haven't already, listen to Electric Wizard's Dope Throne. Yes. Grab yourself a uh, a left hand brewing, wake up dead. And roast yourself a fat bone. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the album art is like a like devil dude taking a rip off a bong. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's fucking awesome. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> even down to the album art, that's just an iconic album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, you, you saw that uh, glass piece that was the uh, that dev- was Devil dude. dude. Yeah. It's fucking... It's the shit. That's uh, cool as fuck. But, yes, I've been on that sort of kick recently. Yeah, yeah I've noticed. Whew. So, 
Second half of the show. The fucking anarchy section. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No holds barred. Well, uh, Mike and I went to a show yesterday. You did? <clears throat> the uh, Doing It For Dave tribute show for Dave Franklin from Vision. Um, <coughs> it was fucking awesome. It was at the Asbury Park Convention Center. So awesome, uh, awesome building, terrible staff. Yeah, yeah I I don't want to say terrible staff. I, they just some people clearly didn't know what was going on. Let's, uh, let's so put it this way, my favorite people there were the people that were patting me down, which is never the case, and <laughs> the people handing me pretzels. That's fair. That's where that ended for me. But uh, <laughs> I mean, so yeah, to, to speak on that, we got there. Um, I neither of us expected them to move from band to band as quickly as they fucking did. Plowing through. It was amazing uh, in a way. There would be about five minutes between sets. I think they had, I think they had separate woof. risers. Like it was ridiculous. They would have somebody up and playing. Like we'd be just gotten outside and started vaping a little bit, and it's like, oh, holy shit, they're playing already. And like, what the fuck? So we get there. Uh, we got there just in time for. Who was it who was playing when we got there? If you give me a few seconds, I'll check my camera. Okay. But that set ended, and two people go up to the microphone on stage, and they say, guys, 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 just so everyone is aware, there are there are extra bars and smoking areas upstairs. There are extra bars and smoking areas upstairs. So we go upstairs, and I'm like, all right, let's find out about those and there's one of the event staff guys, and he's like, they never say anything to me about a smoking area up here. We're like, well, they literally just said it on the microphone. How did, how did you not hear that? And just say, like, no, they were wrong, as opposed to, no, no one ever told me that. But anyway, they, we, were, we were given directions to where the smoking area actually is. You go up past the stage to the right, walk outside, and you're literally standing on the beach, and it was fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah. So first up was I uh, release aggression. Oh yeah, 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 release. That's right, a release. Thank yeah, you. yeah. They were uh, they were cool. Yeah. Um, I can't even. Uh, Jesus Christ, I need to pull it up as well. But I mean, some of the highlights for me, um, dude, not having any experience with that <clears throat> music really. I mean, sort of, but only at a glance. Um, Bold stuck out. Oh, Bold was one of my absolute fucking favorites growing up. Uh, like, they were they were huge for me, especially at the time being, like, a total fucking youth crew, straight-edge kid type. Bold is fucking great. I mean, they're just, they're one of those classic fucking late 80s hardcore bands. Was uh, H2O there? They were. Oh. Uh, so... Bold was fucking great. I also finally got to see fucking Dave Smalley, uh, former vocalist of Dag Nasty, who is performing with a band called Don't Sleep, and they did a bunch of old fucking Dag Nasty covers, which was cool as shit. Oh, I fucking got to see Sheer Terror. Yes! I was so happy with that. Oh my god. So, I know, you, I know you've heard them on the show, but there's something totally different about seeing that band live. Uh, Paulie's fucking stage presence is unbelievable. It, it totally won me over. I mean, he brought it in, I think it was last week, and I was like, this is weird. Like, 
this dude's voice is so fucking weird. Like, it's not. I, it's hard for me to take, I guess, seriously. But then I get there and I see the fucking anthropomorphic bulldog on stage, and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. He, he really, and it's funny. I had never heard it put that way, but it's absolutely true. And and Mike was standing behind me, and he's like, yeah. I looked at your patch, and then I looked at him, and I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) But not only that, he's got the fucking edge of, like, you know, like a city. Like, if your uncle came from the city, he's got that sort of, like, je ne sais quoi of, like, just this, I don't know. He's a I can't believe you used the the phrase je ne sais quoi on this fucking show. I don't know. The fact that I just (laughs) said it on this show kind of stung a bit. Yeah, I bet it did. I mean, he's a fucking, he's a rough-ass dude who came from the fucking Lower East Side, New York, in the fucking 80s. Um, and he, he's, uh, I mean, he's he's funny as shit. He yeah, gets up there, and behind is. behind every band, there was uh, this picture. It had a picture of Dave that was kind of right of center, and then next to that would be the name of the band performing. And, um, and Paulie turns around. He points at the thing and says, "You handsome bastard!" He's like, "It's like this is the biggest fucking show your band's ever played, and you're not even fucking here for it." Yeah. <laughs> like, he was, uh, it was, it was really, it made it even more fucking touching when you know mid set he he fucking talked about Dave and one of the dudes from Vision came out and hugged him. Fucking tugged oh, at the man, heartstrings totally. a little bit. The whole day was. I mean, they were playing in between sets like pictures of everything and like i don't know a lot of a lot of you know our listeners i would assume like have been in bands before and like you've got your pictures and stuff and just to see this guy's like you know what i mean like all of his moments Mm -hmm. and it's like damn and then like that that really see you know i mean like that really culminated in the whole night because it was like you know what i mean yeah That's, that's what we were there for um so fucking Super Touch sounded great. I hadn't listened to them in years. I had no idea what to expect. Uh, fucking Shades Apart put on a really cool set. I'm just I'm going through thinking of the bands that really stood out to me. Leeway was fucking crazy. Yes, that motherfucker is like a spider monkey. Yes, yes, he climbed. Uh, Climb, he climbed the machine stuff. He climbed everything. He climbed everything. <laughs> he jumped on all of the heads. But that was a re- that was a really cool set. Um. You said leeway. Uh, Super touch was good. We caught the end of maximum penalty set. They were solid. Not a, not a not a huge fan of uh, X number five. Yeah, it just didn't really click with me. Um, I don't hate them. No, but it just it was weird. Uh, so here comes the kicker to the whole event. So the Asbury Park Convention Center, they have a shitload of seats because it's like a, a theater setup. Mike and I at one point fucking so I had gotten like three hours of sleep the night before. Wake up and roll out, and uh, Mike and I we were like, well, let's go sit down for a little bit, hang out in the seats, you know. <laughs> one point. I guess I kind of start. It was during breakdown set, and breakdown was killing it. They were breakdown was awesome. fucking awesome, uh, but <laughs> I guess I started kind of nodding off, and Mike caught it, and he's like, "Yo, you okay?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, man, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know." So we fucking, I was like, "I don't know, maybe some fresh air will help." So we walk outside, and I'm I'm in that state where I'm so foggy 
that random people are stopping and talking to me and I had to ask Dude, them to repeat all at themselves. Once, like, yeah, like three people in a row just stopped and, and said something to me and I was like, what? What? Phil, the for fuck did you all, just say? For the lack of employee knowledge they had there, they had bars. They had a lot of fucking bars. And at that point, everybody was feeling loose and yeah. everybody wanted to talk about shit with us. <laughs> it was fine, <laughs> but like. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, at that point, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm like, fuck, man. Because like, I know Mike hasn't seen H2O before. Like, there was a lot of shit where I was like, fuck, man. Like,. I really want to stay for you to watch this, but we also have an hour and a half drive home, and I like right now I I could fucking lay down on the cement and fall asleep. I told him the story of when I fucked up August Burns Red Show, so with uh Tom. I don't I, even remember you telling me that story. I, I didn't <laughs> tell you my head was. I didn't tell you the whole. St- I told you I overdressed and got heat stroke. We had to leave. Yeah, oh, that's right. Quick. That's right. Yeah. I remember you mentioning it now, but yeah, man, I Tom was bust my balls about it all the time. But I was just in a fog. I couldn't. I I couldn't. Hey. I wish. I'm really upset that we missed the end of that show, but I also didn't want to fucking drive off the road and kill us. Yeah, it's a uh, long ride for so us. So my mistake this is what happens uh, when you don't <laughs> when you don't get enough sleep before a fucking festival. Quite. Yeah, all right. that that could be bad. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like sixty percent my fault. Eh. I think. That, I think that whatever. So, <laughs> I think it was all good. Got sleep for the shitty-ass day of work I had today. <laughs> but um, it was excellent being in Asbury. The weather was amazing. Oh, it was unfucking believable Like you said, it, it, there's nothing like walking two feet out the uh, side door to vape a little bit, being on essentially the beach. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the ocean was coming in 20 feet away from us. Like, it, it was ridiculous. Every, like, 100 feet. There's uh, rock jetties. And it's just cool. It's That's nice. a lot nicer view than an alleyway and a dumpster. That's exactly yeah. what I was like. You know, when Frank's with us, this is hardcore. Instead of a beach, we're going to have uh, what you call Wolf Beach. It's a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> wolf Beach, full of, of piss and beer and condoms and, uh, and dollars that you can bob for. Everyone come out to this is hardcore this summer. That's Bob right. for dollars. Someone will <laughs> someone will smash your head into the the piss water with the with their boot. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not Jesus Christus. I don't know if I would consider that an advertisement. There's, <laughs> it's everyone's aware of it. There's video evidence of this shit occurring. Um, no, uh, no, it was it was a really cool day. It was awesome that they they did all of that. It was such a huge event. It's massive, fucking twenty-two bands for twenty-five bucks. The the fucking proceeds going to the North Shore Animal Fund and the Riot Fest Foundation, which uh, basically helps with like music education programs. Nice. So that was cool. Paul uh, Paul Bear from Sheer Terror had a funny bit when he was talking about the two of them. Well, specifically Riot Fest, and he's like, "Well, we'll know it worked if uh, if a bunch of kids have shitty bands playing here ten years from now." <laughs> It's like, but if you see the guy from Riot Fest driving down the street in a new BMW, you know, you know something went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, yeah, man, fucking cool show. Oh, and on the Sheer Terrace set, they pulled my favorite fucking red herring ever. So every time I've seen them, they end their set with "Can't Hate Enough," and that starts with. A huge feedback intro. 
So they let that feedback intro ride for like a good like a solid like two, two and a half minutes. So you're waiting, you're expecting this shit to come in. Well, Sheer Terror is known for covering Boys Don't Cry by The Cure. And rather than doing Just Can't Hate Enough, they jump into that fucking cover and I fucking died. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Nice. It was so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is a cool fucking day, man. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's cool to see that um, someone so local... You know, someone who was such a part of of specifically the New Jersey hardcore scene uh, was honored with such an awesome fucking celebration. Absolutely. Uh, you could feel it in the room. I hate to be corny and all, but... It oh, there totally... was not a single negative moment that day. No. There was there was no sort of pit beef. There was nothing. Nothing. I, no, I didn't hear a bad word between anyone. Just really fucking cool. Yeah. I also liked seeing it all function, uh, you know, like I said, with like 1,800 uh, bars. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it was. It was really cool. Saw a few people from around the way. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. People definitely traveled into the area, so. That was cool shit. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I like. Very nice. Um, speaking of, uh, real quick, uh, speaking of festivals, this is hardcore. The tickets are on sale now. Mm-hmm. With, yes, the, with the fucking, uh, the, the tickets are 141 with the with the fees and everything. And I'm talking for the four-day passes. I didn't even bother looking at the single days. I'm probably doing like two days. That's cool. But the, the, consider for four days, 60-plus bands. Oh, it's with the fucking fees. It comes out to one fifty one. That's good. That's unbelievable. There are bands that charge more than that for them to play a, a fucking concert with two opening bands. Um, well, they're called bastards, yeah. and they deserve an agonizing death. <laughs> so that being, especially for what fucking Joe and his guys do over at that, over on that team, I mean, fucking unbelievable, unbelievable. Got anything else uh, exciting? Um, I actually, <clears throat> sadly, I did not get to any shows this week. I didn't get to watch anything new this week. Um, fuck no. You, you know what you got to watch that I think me and Phil pretty much watched all of. What? Trailer Park Boys. Oh, I did not Park get to watch Boys. that. None of it. None. Oh, I won't say a word. Nope. Yeah, uh, um, I'm just going to double down. I think after reflection, I more or less agree with Phil. Um, it, it it toned it back in all respects. Um, I don't miss the missing characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like another season. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's much. And, you know, I know I know uh, season 10 was very polarizing with mm-hmm. fans. I liked it, but I also understood the complaints. You know, I it's fucking, it's so many fucking celebrity appearances, and it was just like totally off the. It wasn't like any of their other seasons in any way. Like mm-hmm. it was so over the top, and just like them. It, it, I think the weirdest thing was them starting off from such a a, a, a positive like a vantage point. 
you know, where they like everything's going super well for them, and then they're just trying to bump it up from there. Whereas, you know, every other season they started off in the shitter and like just had to come up with some crazy fucking scheme. To be fair, usually it's they start in kind of a a low place, getting out of prison. Yeah. Get up, get up, get up, get up, go back to prison. That was the old formula. <laughs> Pretty much. And, you know, you didn't see as much of that in season 10. Like, yeah. you know, you start out, they had the bar and, like, all this crazy. I still thought it was a fun season. But, yes. Uh, this season, they really toned it back. There's, you know, especially with, like, J-Rock having become. So they wrote that character into such a weird place. Season, I think it was, was it eight or nine? He was fucking gold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how but, tight is it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's I, I think it did them good to, to lose a bit of weight and really just... it's. I won't say anything about the plot, but the season really gets back to just being about the boys and the fucking crazy scheme that they have. Doing the big dirty. So... Tom, did you pull up that final clip or no? Okay. What final clip? I, I think we... Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Uh, I'll show you the Trello clip. We might have one more little piece to talk about. Oh. Oh. Um, something... Oh, Jesus Christ. It, it's not really important if you don't have it up, so... Please tell me, is it actually a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know until it happens now because I'm completely unaware. You'll understand. Okay. Are it, you? It's not a fucking new Butcher Baby song, is it? Nah. Are you oh. in the process of pulling it up, Tom? Is this this shit from Metal Injection? Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this? Did is it what? I... Play the fucking track. fuck was that that was i think if i'm to understand correctly was that actual pig vocals no that's uh from a thing called pug topsy oh so it's a pug it's a pug oh so in the vein of hate beak and 
See, what they should have done, since they're doing that style of music, they should have used a pig. I really didn't intend to listen to the entire thing. No. (laughs) So so sorry for that, if you're still with us. (laughs) If you turned us off and you're never hearing this, I completely understand it. Yeah, and you're talking to nobody. Um, But the fact they did the, like, the breathing in, (laughs) the sound bits, the... the (laughs) I... I know, I'm kind of on the fence about it, too. No. Um, I mean, look, it's fun novelty shit, yeah. but, uh, yeah, well, wow, that was a thing. Um, <laughs> See, I've read it as pig topsy. So I was, I was <laughs> like, write it wrong. Yeah. No, no. I uh, think I just read it wrong because I thought like, oh, they're kind of making fun of the pig vocals. The pig squeal. Yeah. By actually doing pig squeals. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be. So that's where they fucked up. So that was a thing. Yeah, everybody knows about it now. <laughs> <laughs> let us know how you feel about that particular clip and uh, whether or not Tom's at fault for playing the whole thing. You could uh, get to us at fthepit.com and uh, from the pit official on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's where we're. Yeah, I believe our Facebook is facebook.com slash from the pit music or metal. One of the two. I just go to the fuck, go to fthepit.com and click the goddamn link. Yep, it's there. All of them are there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, they're right at the top of the page. It's in the upper right corner, you know, little, little squares with the F and the camera and the. If you feel so inclined, leave us something, a review, a comment, a um. If you have bands, anything, a bands. Yeah, if you're in a band, tell, you know. So yeah, by all means, hit us. Send up. us your shit, please. Do it, Tom. Have you been turning this up while I wasn't looking? I don't believe that shit for a second. I think you're fucking crazy. Frank, do you see something? Other than that piece of shit over there? I think I, I do see something in the distance. It's rapidly approach. Is that a pug with corpse paint? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I maybe, maybe we should drive down the road a little bit Wait. further. Yeah, let's go a little bit further. Once we're clear of that mangy-looking pug. He's saying something. He's saying, "Hold on, I can, I can hear him." He's saying, "Like, subscribe, comment, and download." Oh, that pug is full with good information. Then, pug, good advice. Pug, shameless. We're we're just gonna assume he's talking about our show and not about uh, satanic cult information. Yeah, clearly. Or pug topsy. With that being said, it is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>